The following podcast may contain mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, what's happening? This is Glenn, and welcome to the Glenn Thinks the Podcast, episode 53, the post-Christmas, pre-New Year's podcast episode of mine (laughs) Christmas is over and that's a total bummer that is a bummer to me because I love Christmas so much but it's over and I'm not going to keep talking about it and beating it to death because I've talked about Christmas and you are probably ready to just get back to my regular programming so I thought that I would get one more in before New Year's hit as New Year's Eve So I was trying to get one more done. I was actually sick. I've been sick and that's why I haven't released a podcast episode. Um, But I've just been resting and actually it was a virus and it started with a fever a couple days before Christmas and then it just turned into a bunch of congestion and a bad cough, which I still have a little bit of, but I actually lost my voice over a couple days and so I just rested. I haven't been talking a lot. And I've just been kind of binging out on like independent movies, like indie movies. And it's been really cool to binge out on indie movies because what I've noticed about them is that they're almost more creative. Like they take more liberties and there's more, it seems like there's a certain a certain amount of freedom uh, that indie movie makers have. And they're not pressured uh, by, like, this high budget that they have because they don't have a high budget. And a lot of the independent comedies are hilarious because they're just kind of awkward and kind of gritty and rough around the edges. And so I've really enjoyed that. But I've been resting my voice yesterday. I really didn't talk at all. I just rested all day yesterday and I did drive like probably 45 minutes to pick up a calzone. So that's the only talking I did yesterday was I made a call in order to get a calzone and it was really, really delicious. (laughs) But I, I didn't say anything to anybody because I didn't see anybody yesterday. But I know that's depressing. Oh, man. But um, something that I did think about last night while I was going to pick up my calzone was I got in my car and you know the little ding that your car has um, that tells you to buckle your seatbelt. Like if you don't put your seatbelt on in your car, in a lot of cars that will ding. And I just started thinking about, it just kind of annoyed me. And I was just like, I don't like this because I paid for this car and you're not my parent car you know you, you when you're a kid you kind of get told by your parents you need to buckle up or whoever you're riding with when you're a little kid and then you know you finally grow up and you buy a car and you're just like why why do I still need this why why are you telling me to buckle up you know I want the option to be irresponsible you know don't make me be a responsible person yeah, it it kind of takes the sense of satisfaction out of buckling up for me at least. Like it takes that when when I would finally buckle up in my younger years, I used to have this this conversation with myself. It was like an inward struggle, and it was just laziness was all all it is. Is because when I would get in a car, 
I would be like, I need to, I should buckle up right now, you know, and I'll be like, oh, I don't want to have to do the whole breach, you know, and I'd start driving, I'd be like, oh, it's so much work, you know, and you know, the cars that used to have the seatbelts that would come back automatically, I don't know why they stopped doing that, the seatbelt that would come back, and it wouldn't be the lap belt, it would just be like the belt that went across your chest, like the chest part of the seatbelt, it would come back you know across and i think that they maybe stopped doing that because you were kind of tricking people into thinking that you were actually wearing your seatbelt when you didn't have the lap part on yourself and so i don't i don't know the story behind why they stopped doing that but i know that they did stop doing that i had a car like that and now they just put this horrible beeping noise into your car that makes you put your seatbelt on you know, and it kind of takes away the sense of satisfaction that I that I get when I click my seatbelt. Like back in the day when I would finally, I'd have that inward struggle, but I would always end up putting my seatbelt on. Sooner or later, I would always end up putting my seatbelt on, and then I'd give myself a little pat on the back. You know, like, oh, you're so responsible. <laughs> you know, like, uh, that's very mature of you to do that without being told. You know, and so it it kind of takes away the little pat on the back that I used to give, give myself. And, you know, I overcame all of that. I overcame being that person that would have that inward struggle. And I actually got to a point where I started putting my seatbelt on voluntarily and I was feeling really good about it. But now I have my hands held by a machine. And I just kind of think that's messed up. So it's almost New Year's, people. It's almost the New Year's of 1931. I had a whopper of a Christmas, let me tell you. I ate so many sausages, balls, and sang Christmas carols all into the night. I sang them by myself because my family don't like singing Christmas carols with me because they say that I get off key, but I think that they are just making up excuses because they don't have the voice that I have, and I play handbells too, and I was singing my little heart out. I was in the middle of Santa Baby, and my Uncle Vance threw a slipper at my face and that made me stop but it's okay because I've been sick anyway and I really need to save my voice to do this here radio show I hate being sick it's just the pits let me tell you when I was a kid my mommy took care of me when I was a little kid and I was sick and and I actually grew up on Prince Edwards Island in the early 1900s and what my mommy would do is she would cut a piece of eucalyptus off in the eucalyptus tree and shove it into my mouth and it just tasted horrible is what it tasted like but that's what it took to get better so i just went right along with it but i would run to my crush's house like the girl that i thought was the cat's pajamas back then and her name was anna green gables and i'd say Anna your gables are looking mighty green today let me tell you some fellas ain't gable fellas but i've always liked some nice gables i'd say anna green gables i'm sick you know, looking for a little bit of pity here and there. And she'd say, Glenn, of thanks stuff. What you want to do? And I'd say, well, let's play with my marbles, Anna Green Gables. That's what I'll tell her. And she'd say, she'd reach on down to my marble bag and clutch her a handful and just strew my marbles all about, let me tell you. And that's the true story, Anna Green Gables and my marbles. So, 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 how are you all doing?
Christmas is over, but New Year's is here. New Year's Eve is here. Are you excited about that? Are you all hyped up? Do you have a New Year's Eve party to go to? Are you just just beside yourself with anticipation? Well, I'm not. <laughs> I never understood New Year's. I never understood the big, what's the big deal? You know, and I've always kind of thought of that. And, you know, I've gone along with everybody, you know, and been like, oh, whoop they freaking do. But I've always thought, like, what's the big deal? Like, the calendar just changes. Am, am I missing something? And the whole, like, the ball dropping and the Times Square and Dick Clark, you know, when Dick Clark would be up there, like, and that old man didn't need to be out that late at night, number one. And I'm not going to slam Dick Clark, but I'm just saying, what, why, why, why is everybody so hyped up about this? You know, and I've always thought of that. And so this week I was thinking about, well, I actually want to develop that thought and try to get to the bottom of why everybody's like excited about flipping the calendar from December to January. Like one number changes. That's, that's it. You people go crazy and go to Times Square and watch this big ball drop and there's all this money and the confetti and all the litter because a number changes from eight to nine. And I just don't really get that. But I was thinking this week, you know, when Christmas is over, there's like this certain depression that sets in because it's like go, 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 go. And there's all this cheer, cheery, cheery, cheery you know, at Christmas time, and then it just comes to a dead stop. The day after Christmas, everything just comes to a grinding halt. And then it's like, well, it's back, it's back to the cold truth. <laughs> you know, like it's back to the mediocre reality for all of us. And I guess that's kind of depressing because you're seeing all the Christmas decorations come down. And I like the people that hang on. I like the people that you drive by their house and you see the Christmas lights outside and you still see the tree in the window. Like those people are hanging on. They're milking it for everything that is worth, you know, but it's not the same. It's not the same feeling after Christmas. And I was like, maybe New Year's gives these people like an excuse not to just go and get all bummed out and depressed because they're like, oh, we get to go to New Year's now. And maybe it's just an escape like uh uh what do you call it what's that big word oh an excuse <laughs> an excuse for people to party you know and just forget that it's back to business you know but i mean i've always kind of called things the way that i've seen them and i don't want to be a you know a, a downer for you and so maybe i just should stop talking about this right now because it is kind of depressing to me. And I don't know. If you like New Year's, I'm not slamming New Year's. I'm just saying that I don't understand it. I don't understand why. If, if changing a calendar is that big of a deal, then I think that at the end of every month, we should have New Year's parties, you know, or new month parties, you know. But I think that that is a reasonable, like, a reasonable expectation of mine. I'm not going to do it because I think that it's stupid to begin with. But that's just my two cents. But I'll move along because that's just, I'm just like, oh, what y'all all going to go to New Year's parties tonight? Well, that's stupid. <laughs> 
No, it's not to each their own. And I mean, I, I'm all for it. And I've been around every, you know, my family's all like, oh, New Year's. Hmm. So, you know, I'm guilty of falling into the same category as everybody else. But we shouldn't just be mindless. You know, we should know that what we're doing is kind of stupid. You know, and that that might be kind of a negative outlook. And I apologize because I want to be positive on my podcast I want to be positive, but I have been sick, and my favorite time of year is over. So, I mean, I'm just, I, maybe I'm a little bit negative, and I apologize. So, I, I want to move on to something else negative now, and maybe this will just be like a negative podcast today, because that's the stuff that I'm thinking about, because I'm sad about Christmas being over, but let me tell you, let me talk to you about this. Let me talk to you about this is I was thinking this week of there are certain grocery stores that have started to charge for the grocery bags. Like when you go there and you buy groceries and as I'm not talking about like high end grocery stores, I'm talking about like more discount style grocery stores, but they charge for the bags. Yeah. And First of all, I think that that's kind of hypocritical because if you're a discount grocery store, you might be like, well, we're trying to we're trying to save you money every way we can. But if you're charging me for bags, that's kind of the opposite of trying to save me money. Why don't you just include the couple pennies into the price of your products? Because, you know, you should actually if you're more of a discount grocery store, you shouldn't be charging me for stuff that even the higher end grocery stores don't charge for. Do you know? Like, why? Why do you do that? And I was thinking about, all right, so how could I get around that? You know, when I go to this discount grocery store, how could I get around paying for a bag? And I was like, well, I could take off my pants at the checkout. Once the cashier was done checking me out, I could take off my pants. I could disrobe in the like where they ring up the groceries and then they all go in the bag. I could take all my pants and tie off the legs and start slinging cans down the legs and boxes down the legs of my pants like it was nobody's business. Maybe that's where Jinkos would come in handy. You know, like the old baggy pants that people used to wear that are horrible looking. Like maybe that would be a good use for you to pull your Jinkos out of the attic and wear them grocery shopping. Because you could fit more groceries down the legs of Jenkos than you could, you know. Don't wear your yoga pants to grocery shop at discount grocery stores because this wouldn't work. And so I was like, well, that's not a good idea if you go, <laughs> if you go commando. But as long as you had your underwear on, what could they really do? You know, and if you ran out of pants, like, or if you ran out of pants room to pack your groceries... You could take your shirt off. And as long as you had a long sleeve shirt, you could tie off the arms of your long sleeve shirt <laughs> and you could fill those up too. You know, and if the, if some manager came up and said, oh, you can't do that, you'd be leaving anyway. So it wouldn't be that big of a deal. You know, and you want to make sure that it's not too cold outside. But if it is, I know it's the winter right now. If it is too cold outside, you could run to your car. You know, and it's not like you would have to sling all these bags out of a cart into your car. You would just have your pants, you know, like your satchel of groceries, and you could just throw them in the car really quick and then jump in your car, you know. 
If you buy those bags at these places, I'm just warning you, if you buy the bags at these grocery stores that charge for bags, you're they're just hustling you, you know, and I don't like being hustled. I don't like the thought of being hustled, like somebody getting over on me. And, you know, why isn't there more outrage? When did they decide to start doing this and why aren't people saying anything about it? Like, where's the outrage? You know, it's like a restaurant starting to charge for ice. That's what it's like. You you buy the drink and then you have to pay for the ice separately. It's the exact same thing. It's the exact same thing. It's a service that has always been offered, but all of a sudden people are like, oh, we're going to just start charging them for the bags and, you know, maybe they won't say anything about it. But, I mean, I think that it's kind of messed up. I think that it's kind of messed up that, I think it's the exact same thing as charging for ice is making you pay for your bags. <laughs> I guess you could just bring your bags from home and that would like be the easiest solution to the problem. Okay, so this is my last podcast of 2018, and I need to turn it around because I have just seen that I've been kind of negative throughout this podcast. <laughs> so I'm going to try to turn it around for you now by talking about New Year's resolutions and how it's important to have New Year's resolutions. But I think at the same time for me, they need to be I like I don't need to go crazy with my New Year's resolutions because they won't get done. And as I talked about before in a previous podcast, like one of my New Year's resolution resolutions is to start saying TT again, to bring that back because that's totally doable. Like that's something that I can achieve and that I'm already achieving on a daily basis right? And something else that I actually have just found within the last couple weeks is, you know, my handbell talent that I have, you know, and I really do feel blessed and I really do feel humbled because a lot of people never find that thing that they're so good at, you know, like that is why you were put on the face of the earth is to do this, you know, and I just, you know, found handbells, you know, and like Michael Jordan, when he first tried out for the basketball team at school, you know, he got cut. He didn't make the team, you know, and so I really can't even identify with Michael Jordan because as soon as I touched handbells, it was like I was better than Michael Jordan, you know, at something, you know, the first time I picked it up and, you know, that's really humbling and, 
you know, I can't, I can't, I don't take that lightly. I don't take that lightly at all, you know, but with that great talent that I have comes a responsibility to encourage other people, you know, that will never be on the level with me <laughs> when it comes to handbells. Like I know that 99.999% of the population will never be as great at anything in their lives as I am at handbells. But, you know, it's my job to stay humble and not point that out to people and encourage people, you know, to chase what they want. In 2019, we need to make it count because, you know, you're the only person that's in charge of what you want out of life. So you need to say, this is where I, where I am right now, you know, and and this is like what New Year really, in all seriousness, this is like New Year's, the mentality for me is like, I'm more about the mentality going into a new year than I am like partying at the end of a year, you know, like saying, oh, sing the, whatever the song is, let all the ages be for not. Like, I don't understand that, but I do understand trying to make a new year count and be different and like get better, improve your life, you know? And it's all about baby steps getting to where you want to be, you know, because you can't just be great. Like I can't just be great and arrive at the destination because life is a journey you know handbells hasn't been a journey for me it's just like i arrived as soon as i touched them but i'm a realistic person so i know that everything in my life is not like that and there are certain there are certain like advantages that i have going into 2019 that i did not have coming into 2018 you know, and you need to kind of like for me, I need to identify what those advantages are, you know, and kind of utilize them and use what I have going for me to get to where I want to be, you know, because I am I do like goals and I do like accomplishing goals and I like to fix things that aren't, you know, what I want them to be. You know, and some things are just perfection. Like, you know, I'm not going to keep talking about handbells. It's kind of hard because it's just such a big part of my life. And it's just a talent that, you know, it still blows me away. Sometimes I just stand in front of the mirror and I, I'll just ring one bell and it just will, the tears will flow. You know, the tears will flow because it's just so unbelievable, you know, that I found my niche. But, you know, to each and every one of you, I hope that you have a happy new year. And, you know, I hope that you, I hope that it's an awesome year. I hope that it is the best year of your life. And I sincerely mean that. A lot of things that I say on this podcast are not very <laughs> sincere at all. But that's something that I really mean. And, you know, when I started doing this podcast back in uh, April, when I started doing this thing, like, I never thought that, I don't know if I thought that I would keep going and that at the end of the year I would have 53 episodes and that I would have all of the friends that I've made along the way, you know? And, you know, there are so many people. I would give shout outs or shout outs, shout out, shout out uh, at the end of this episode, but I just don't want to leave anybody out. And you know who you are. There are so many awesome people and other podcasters 
that have supported the Glenn Thinks Stuff podcast. And I really appreciate it. And I want to thank everybody for listening to my podcast. And I hope that 2019, you know, is, is better and that I just keep improving at this thing because I'm definitely not as good at podcasting as I am at handbells. That's why I put my handbell music I incorporate it into my podcast because it's just perfect in every way and my podcast is not but a little taste of perfection yeah a little taste is good (laughs) but anyway thank you for listening if you would like to hear me talk about anything anything that you want me to talk about I'll do it you can email me glennthinkstuff at yahoo.com glennthinkstuff at yahoo.com and give me something to talk about and I'll think about it, and I will talk about it. If you want to criticize me, and or just give me constructive criticism, or say you're horrible, or if you just want to, you know, say hello, you can email me. You can also follow me on Twitter at Glenn Think Stuff. I tweet various things throughout the week. Uh, if you want to leave me a review on iTunes, that's cool. If it's good or bad or whatever, just be honest. Always let your conscience be your guide is what I always say. But that would be awesome if you did that. In lieu of any kind of Patreon, I just ask my listeners, because I would not give a dime to listen to this, except for the handbell music, I would give lots of money to hear. Like, I didn't even know how beautiful handbells could sound until I picked them up. So I would definitely pay for that. But as for the rest of the content of this podcast, I would not give anything for if I were you but something that I do ask my listeners to do if you got a lot of extra dollars laying around and you're like man all these dollars what you can do is I would ask you to donate to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and it's really easy to donate I'll put a link in the notes of this podcast it's a really really worthy cause where kids with cancer go to this hospital and the parents aren't ever sent a bill even if they have insurance they are just the people that run st jude just want you to worry about your child getting better and i mean they provide lodging and all the treatment and all that stuff and it's just a it's really they're really really good people it's a worthy cause it's not some scam it's yeah it's not like i'm saying you know send me your money and i'll send it to them i'll put a link with the notes and it's just where you can directly if it's a dollar that's man that's what i'm talking about a dollar's a dollar but that is something that's really cool that you can do and just thank you for listening and i will see you in the new year and talk to you in the new year everybody be safe be good to each other and i'll talk to you soon bye